Well, today, my brothers and sisters, I'd like to speak to you about the Holy Father's recent uh, teaching or encyclical. And you've probably heard about this in the media. It's an encyclical uh, dedicated entirely to the environment and to our responsibility to the environment. Now, our first reading today from the Book of Wisdom, uh, I'm going to be kind of getting away from our gospel text, actually, and I'll go to you, I'll go back to the first reading if you can see it in your in your missalettes. The first reading is from Wisdom for today, and it says, "God fashioned all things that they might have being, and the creatures of this world are wholesome, and there is not a destructive drug among them." nor any domain of the netherworld on earth. And this passage here is actually very relevant to what the Holy Father is teaching us in his encyclical on the environment. Here we see nature uh, at peace and, uh, as it were, with a friendship with mankind. And what we're looking at really is nature before the entrance of sin into the world. And then as we go on in the in the passage, it says, it, it portrays for us the entrance of sin. It says, by the devil's envy, death entered the world. And we're all very familiar with, with the story in Genesis of the temptation of Satan, of our first parents, the entrance of sin and death into the world. And at that time, the harmony between man and God was severed, and the harmony between man and his neighbor was severed, but also the harmony between man and nature was severed. And this is one of the main points that the Holy Father is getting across to us in his encyclical. The good news, though, is that Jesus Christ has come And he has restored to us through his death. He has restored to us not only that harmony that we originally had with God and the harmony that we originally had with our neighbor, neighbor, but also the harmony that we originally had with nature. And we see that uh, this, this harmony with nature is especially evidenced in the life of uh, saint Francis of Assisi, and that's the saint, of course, that, that the Holy Father took his namesake from, and he writes about Saint Francis, the harmony which Saint Francis of Assisi experienced with all creatures was a healing of that rupture. Through universal reconciliation with every creature, Saint Francis in some way returned to the state of original innocence. This harmony with nature is a gift that's been restored to us through Jesus. But it's not just a gift, it's also a task. It's also a responsibility. And so we Christians are called to demonstrate in our practical everyday lives this harmony with nature. Pope Francis writes of what he calls an ecological conversion in which the effects of our encounter with Jesus become evident in our relationship with the world around us. He writes, 
Living our vocation to be protectors of God's handiwork is essential to a life of virtue. It is not an optional or a secondary aspect of our Christian experience. He continues, I ask all Christians to recognize and to live fully this dimension of their conversion. So what can we do to live out this aspect of our Christian discipleship? Pope Francis's encyclical is written certainly for the big people of the world. It's written for the UN. It's written for heads of states. It's written especially for heads of corporations. But it's also written to us little people here present today. And so we ask, what can we do, you and I, what, we, what can we do in our practical everyday lives to live out that harmonious relationship with nature that Christ has restored for us? Well, here's a few considerations and ideas. At least in America, most electrical power plants, they run on non-renewable fossil fuel. And these fossil fuels are limited. You just can't go on forever with, with gas and with oil. We have to think about other people, and we have to think about future generations who will need these resources. Also, these power plants that run on fossil fuel, they emit uh, carbon dioxide and other pollutants into the air that, that damage the environment, that ultimately are not good for nature. So simply by reducing our electricity usage in our daily lives, we in some manner in, uh, exhibit in our lives that harmony with nature. We live in solidarity with others and with nature. So do we keep our cell phones plugged in when they're already charged? Do we forget to put our computer on sleep mode during the nights? What about air conditioning? We're lucky this summer it's been mild so far, but you know, if it gets hot, can we, can we dial the air conditioner up a degree or two? Can we use a fan instead of the air conditioner? On other notes, the transportation of produce from places like California or Florida to New York require trucks which burn tons of fuel. Can we possibly buy as much produce as possible locally so as to cut down on the usage of fossil fuels in that, in that respect? Also, we've got a serious problem with plastic. Plastic is poisoning our earth and our oceans. How much plastic do we use on a daily basis and dispose of? Can we be more careful to recycle? Instead of buying bottled water, can we filter our own water? These sorts of behaviors are grounded in Christian virtue, frugality, consideration for others, simplicity of life. Pope Francis writes, We must not think that these little efforts of ours are not going to change the world. They benefit society often unbeknown to us, for they call forth a goodness which, albeit unseen, inevitably tends to spread. Furthermore, such actions can restore our sense of self-esteem. They can enable us to live more fully and to feel that life on earth is worthwhile. They can enable us to feel that life on earth is worthwhile. How beautiful. 
Pope Francis's encyclical is a call to conversion, but it's also full of beauty and full of hope. In it, he envisions a world liberated from greed, short-sightedness, selfishness, consumerism, a world in which people are more important than things, a world in which men and women live in harmony with nature. And that, my brothers and sisters, is the world that God created. That is the world that Christ redeems. And that is the world I want to live in along with all of you.